You're listening to Around Comics, episode 184, Emerald City Comic Con Special, part 3. This is Around Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each week our revolving panel of guests talk about everything in and around the world of comic books and comics culture. Normally, Around Comics is recorded at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles, located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. But this week, we are continuing our coverage from Seattle and the Emerald City Comic Con. And this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by InStockTrades.com, where waiting for the trade has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more, all at great discounted prices. And right now, InStockTrades.com is offering the Invincible Iron Man Omnibus for an amazing 37% off the cover price. Pick up the earliest adventures of everyone's favorite Ironclad Avenger for only $62.99. You can pick from any of the three variant covers, and remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Hey there, folks. Christopher Neesman here. We uh, made it back to Chicago safe and sound, but we are continuing to give you more Emerald City Comic Con coverage. We've got some uh, really fun interviews lined up today. You're going to hear from the likes of Greg Rucka, Shane White, Chris Moreno, Jeffrey Brown, Mark Sable, and more. So uh, more of the sit-down conversations that we had at an absolutely fantastic weekend in Seattle. Now, uh, I'd like to remind everyone, if you're interested in knowing more about the Emerald City Comic Con, not, not just this year, but what they have coming up next year, and they already have some guests announced, you can just go to EmeraldCityComicCon.com, and uh, we also have threads on the forum about it. You can check it out there. Oh, and uh, speaking of the forum, uh, I want to remind anyone uh, that wants to check out our comic book community, and, uh, go to AroundComics.com, and we have uh, a great forum there, and uh, it's a, a great place to convert with other like-minded comic book fans. Uh, you can also contact the show through any of our email addresses, uh, info at aroundcomics.com or chris, sal, or tom at aroundcomics.com. Well, I'll tell you what, let's uh, get to our continuing coverage of Emerald City. We're going to be back uh, next week with a, a regular episode, so it'll be our last, uh, our last convention episode here for a while until uh, Chicago here in about six weeks. So I uh, hope you enjoy the conversations and we'll be uh, back next week with more from around comics thanks everybody well we are uh, we're back on the floor with uh, with one of our favorite writers I say that because uh, I'm spreading the shame as much as I can we're here with uh, with mr. Greg Rucka spreading the shame <laughs> well because there's this little rumor around that you're my favorite writer and I kind of have a tendency to yammer on and on about you so I'm trying to <laughs> terrify I'm, you and yeah 
Oh, yeah, at least there's somebody who likes to stop right <laughs> <laughs> It's flattering yeah, to a point. <laughs> it's flattering right until the restraining order. Yeah. Well, I, was, I was over at your, your table yesterday, and I met your, your lovely wife for the first time. And I said, hi, I'm, I'm Chris from Around Comics. She was like, oh, hi. I'm like, yeah, I'm uh, Greg's podcast stalker. And then she laughed and said, oh, you, oh, I know no, you. Yeah. <laughs> and she slowly reaches for the pepper spray. <laughs> Let me just get a pen out of this he's bag. He's not going to really poison me, is he, Greg? <laughs> moves, moves my daughter back. With a I heard your daughter got scared by the zombie uh, Captain America. Did she? I didn't hear that. I think somebody's daughter did. I wouldn't be surprised if it they was. They were scary. Was I know. I know that. I know that when she showed up, when we first showed up yesterday, she saw her first stormtrooper. Yeah. And she was like, oh, and, and Jen, Jen was telling her, no, no, it's okay. If you get lost or something, you, you know. Look for the guys, uh, the, the the assistants at the show are wearing those green henchman shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and Jen was like, no, if you if you get lost, go to a stormtrooper or one of the guys in the green shirts. <laughs> absolutely. And it's true. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the 501st, the, they, they have become con staples. Well, we were talking to them and we said, you know, you guys do a lot of charitable work, which yeah. is kind of counter to what, you know, your characters are in the movie. And they said that was a very skewed perspective that they didn't really agree with the stories of Star Wars that that was well it's, it's propaganda by yeah. the winners yeah. so yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was odd I, I didn't quite understand like the 10 year old kid that wants to be a, a sees the movie and is like I want to be a stormtrooper yeah, storm like, when I grow up <laughs> uh, uh, What's voiceless you, voiceless and yeah, I mean, the winners, winners write the history yes <laughs> well good sir how you doing Doing okay. Yep. I'm a little, I'm a little toasted around the edges here. But. Well, it's it's kind of your 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 normal state whenever we see you. <laughs> Tired. Uh, yeah. I've been working. I've been writing. Okay. I'm all right. Jet lag. No, it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's late on day two of a show. The sure. show keeps getting bigger. Um, I was impressed yesterday. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. really busy. Yeah. And, and this is one of my favorite shows, uh, and not simply because it's for me it's fairly local. Mm-hmm. You know, I live three hours south, so. But uh, yeah, you know, you just you you run all day, and then you're kind of by the end of day two going. Ugh. This is marathon training, you know. This is this is this is training for San Diego. <laughs> five days, yeah, five days of San Diego. Like, oh, I Jesus can't imagine. God. That's like three conventions in I think one. Three days. I like two day conventions. I, I feel like by the end of the days. second day, it's, I'm, it's I'm got done. A, yeah. yeah, you can see the ending. Yeah. The problem with San Diego now is it starts Wednesday night, <laughs> and by th- and and it That's gets crazy. It used to be that you could you could steal yourself for Saturday that you knew was going to be hell, yeah. and it's no longer just Saturday. I mean, Wednesday night's crazy. Thursday night's always now exceptionally busy. And then starting Friday, it's wall-to-wall people. It used to be everybody I knew in the industry, we'd all be like, okay, it's Sunday, we'll get a chance to walk around and do our own shot. You can't. There's just no chance. It's, I'm going to go once to experience it. and that's. I like the size of a car. <laughs> well, yeah, San Diego is an experience. <laughs> I don't think you enjoy it anymore. I think you experience sure. it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like going to Indy Race, go to Indianapolis 500 or the <laughs> yeah. Kentucky Derby, just you know, to mark it the off the list. The debauchery of the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> don't even <laughs> see it. You just are there. It's yeah. like, don't even see the race. But instead of like old-fashioned like Kentucky colonels, it's like guys in stormtrooper outfits <laughs> and vomiting but, on the streets. But, <laughs> instead of like but still old jewels. landed gentry. <laughs> stormtrooper Mardi Gras. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, they all have bourbon in common, or maybe that's just me. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
That's you. Well, you've got uh, you know obviously we we love your comic work, but uh, you've been uh, you've been busy on the the other side of the typewriter with uh, with your novel work. The other side of you the other side, side of the typewriter. typewriter. <laughs> it, it's pretty unique. I had a custom do you have made. a do you have a novel typewriter <laughs> and a and a comics typewriter? No, but it's gotten to the point where I'm so paranoid about my electronics that if I'm starting a new project, I, I start to and Jen always knows when I'm starting to get serious about it because I start making noises about the laptop. <laughs> I start making noises like, I don't know, I think maybe it's time to get a new laptop. You're afraid the memory's going to go or the high You know, I have had, I, 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 I'm one of those people who has the ability to look at a piece of consumer electronics and break it. Yeah, you get um, the click. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I can, on some of them, I can literally just be like, I don't know what I did. Um, and all, all it takes is having lost, you know, say 30,000 words once. Yeah. Uh, to never ever want to experience that again. I back up so many times. Like, you know, I'm, I'm working on the new Kodiak, and at the end of the day's writing, it goes to like three different locations <laughs> off site, and another one on site. The secret bunker. No way. Worst thing that happens is I'll lose the day's writing. Nice, nice. Nucle- nuclear Holocaust comes, but there is a but version there out there that is safe. It's going to be cockroaches to, and ruckus scripts. <laughs> <laughs> when, I was, when I was younger, I was paranoid enough that I, w- I would finish a novel and I would burn it. You know, back in those days, it was on a zip drive, and I would sure. take the zip drive to my safe deposit box. And I'd put right. a copy of it as a safe deposit box. Do we need to wait until the ghostly disembodied voice finishes? As, the, as, the, as we've already made the joke, it's the voice of God instructing you to go play hero clicks. Do you want God tells you to win a collectible Hulk hero clicks? <laughs> we have the collectible anti-monitor in row 12. You need Feng Feng Foom. I have Feng Feng Foom. <laughs> do not brag about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do not tell anyone about your secret. That's the shame that needs to be secret. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, just finished up your run on Checkmate. Yeah, so Troutman and I just did issue 25, our last one. Absolutely, and it was it was great 25 issue run. I think what I keep hearing from fans over and over is that it was it was uh, kind of a hard book to get into at first because of all of the characters and keeping everybody straight. But as the series went on and and the people you know on our forms and whatnot that that you know stuck with it and really grew to appreciate it got to know those characters and it became a, a much less confusing book for them as it went on and it's not that it was you know confusing is maybe a, a bad word it's it's just it's a very a very layered book that has a lot going on did you find that from, from yeah people I mean, it? you know the problem with the book I, I I'm not I don't think I'm the best guy for writing team books and Jeffy was a team book from oh, the boy. start um and the other thing is I really do think that it was a book that needed time. It had to have sort of a baseline set out and then built off of it. And to do that takes time. And, you know, it, it, it's not readers, something comic fans are well, not, willing to give uh, too much, you know. That's the problem. I think, I think readers are reasonably judicious with their time. The publisher tends to be even more impatient. Yeah, sure. And that was, I think, the biggest thing there. And, you know, it would have it been nice to have seen a little more of a push-in house for the book, um, and they make their decisions the way they make their decisions. So. Sure. And I, I, uh, I we, we, go ahead. I was impressed that uh, G.I. Robot made a return. <laughs> I, yeah, I that's all Troutman. Fl- that started as a joke. I thought the flying boots, like the Circus Brothers from ba- <laughs> back in, uh, in uh, the War That Time Forgot, were going to show up at the end and like uh, no, kick I mean, Cobra in the it, head. It, with it, it. It's, it's Troutman... 
Troutman has this gift for sort of mining those that have been forgotten within the DCU. He's got the Jeff Johns and, well, virus. And, yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it's a little bit of the Jeff, Jeff Johns plague, but then he pulls them out, and he's got a tweet. The whole GI Robot thing started as a joke. And I'm going, and we'll use GI Robot. I said, we're not going to use something called GI Robot. <laughs> and he's like, That's yes, the dumbest are. name in the world. And, and by, the time, it, yeah. by the time we got there writing... 24, I was like, yeah, it's going to be G.I. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just loved, I loved the Betty Grable picture in his bunker, you know, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which, is, which is the traditional Betty Grable picture. <laughs> you know, we were like, no, this is version 6.1 now. Yeah, it's not the old uh, G.I. Robot that, that would, like, fall apart. Yeah, there was a lot of anticipation for the, the reveal of the Rooks. Did that come out how you liked, how you well, wanted it to? Well, I mean, to? I figured, I, I'm not, I, I actually haven't looked too closely to see what the response was. Because I figured that you know, a lot of people were going to be like, and I saw somebody being like, well, you know, gosh, these weren't what I mean. Why didn't they have Arsenal and so on? <laughs> and my response was, did you read the issue? Because Arsenal's not going to kill anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's Why checkmate, and they shot. needed to go in there and kill a whole bunch of people. And we wanted to, you know, we wanted, it was less a, a question about going, ooh, you know, people you never thought of, than it was a question of picking the right people for the job and making that work. Um, and I think we did that. You know, it would have been nice to have spent more time with them uh, to really explain why each person was there and what they brought to the team. That didn't carry super well. Like Cinnamon got a little shortchanged. Mm-hmm. You know why Fast is there. You know why Gravedigger's there. You know why Jake's there. But you, I think a lot of people were like, I don't get Cinnamon. Well, it's, a, it's a lot of story you got to put in 22 pages. I saw pages. a lot of yeah. people that didn't know what GI Robot was. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, but it I have like, to say, I'm not sure you needed to know what GI Robot no, was. No, but All they had to know was, was, was kick-ass modular robot, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I wonder if people would be like, oh, GI Robot. But then it was like, I'm like, who the hell? Yeah, there were like people four remember. people who were like, Woo-hoo! There was me, there was like, me and three other 50-year-old men. You have two <laughs> options whenever you're researching a, a legacy character that hasn't been used in years. You can either go to Wikipedia or you can call Tom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. I'll remember that. <laughs> I'll tell you about the flying Let me get your number. <laughs> <laughs> tell me everything you know. Well, um, you also have another exciting project that we certainly want to talk to you about. You're, at, you're teaming up with your old buddy Ed Brubaker again. Yeah, Ed and I are doing a... Uh, well, I, I should say Ed and I. Ed asked me to come in and co-write with him for four issues. So we're doing a, a four-issue arc on Daredevil. I think it starts with 107, which I believe is next month. So and, and it's drawn by Michael. So it's, you know, how could I say no? Well, it's the old uh, Gotham Central yeah, team. Yeah, exactly what it is. So. Yeah, now you guys are this close to the thing I, you know... Predicted a couple years back, uh, Invaders book, Greg. You and, <laughs> and, and Ed. <laughs> you know, it's that close. Come on, guys. It's just a four-part miniseries. If you know. ever do that, if you ever do that, I will be second in rank as your podcast stalker. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. So, All right. Invaders um, action. In, you might have you know, just got to be in forty-five. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Right. may not be a healthy thing. No, just so. right. Need another stalker. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Destroy worry, all yeah. the invader scripts. <laughs> I don't have the persistence. Yeah, the patience. To do list. Call Marvel. Tell them no. <laughs> <laughs> but is it is it, is it is it is it fun getting back with Ed? Was there yeah, was there any sort of catch up time? No. Or was it, no. I, I honestly, it's like falling off a bike. Um, and if anything, he. Had, Michael had become even more of a married couple. <laughs> uh, even more of a, you know, what are you doing? Why don't you, you ever dress up nice? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is kind of like the comic book equivalent of, uh, why do you leave the seat up all the time? <laughs> but, um, no, 
No, it's fun, you know, and I, I, I love working with those guys on Central, and it's fun to be working with them again. Speaking of uh, Central, um, hardcovers. Yeah, I was as surprised as you were. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing what? Okay. I was going to have to make my own and send them off and, to get and, bound. And now DC's saving you the, saving time, you and the, the time and effort. Time and effort and charging you probably just as much. I'll buy it. You get royalties? People should. I hope so. All right, I'll buy it. All right. We'll no. buy two then. Yeah, Queen and Country yeah, single issues, yeah. trades, hardcovers, and the omnibuses. Are the de- yeah, the <laughs> definitives. Um, well, uh, a note for, for people that do have Gotham Central in trade, uh-huh. there were two issues that were not included in the trade. Yeah, they're now going to include like all of the issues that were sort of removed from trades because mm-hmm. they were standalones or they weren't considered parts of the, the larger arcs. Um, one of my favorite issues, which is the issue that Ed wrote, uh, Stacy's Stacy's sort of uh, daydream issue. Oh, her crush on Yeah, uh, her, her Batman like crush. Yeah. Uh, I really love that issue, and I'm really happy it's going to be in a trade now. Sure. It's been a while since you. Uh, it's been a while since you worked at Marvel. I think the last thing you did was um, was Wolverine. Yeah, that's the last thing I did. So it's kind there. of a kind of a good to, to go across the street and, and play in a different sandbox yeah, for you. It's always fun to get a, a breath of fresh air. Sure. We're working with Warren Simons over there, and uh, he's a dynamite editor. He's really, really good, and really, really easy to work with. So, outstanding. Now, you know, got to talk about my favorite series, um, and, and I know that uh, that there's a lot of a lot of stuff that you're thinking about, you know, doing and, and on the path. But uh, uh, any updates on Queen and Country Volume Two? Uh, nothing that's going to make you particularly happy. No. Oh man! <laughs> I, I still think we're looking at 2010. Okay. Um, I want to do the chase declassified before then, but right now the the priority at Oni is to get Stumptown off the ground, mm-hmm. and I have an idea for something else over there that I am researching and hoping to start scripting in July. Um, but I'm not. I, I, there's something else through Oni. Uh, I'm excited about it. It's going to be a real, real long-term project. I have no idea when it's going to hit. So, and I don't. I, I've, I've been really bad about announcing things long before they're sure, ready. Sure. <laughs> so I'm trying to reverse that. I don't want to announce things until they're actually going to be coming out. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things about the industry is that things can change very quickly, and you can have. They do. Yeah, you have a lot of ones. Um, which uh, we can certainly take this out. I haven't. Uh, I haven't heard anything on on Batwoman. Is that uh, is Batwoman still still full steam ahead? I'm not allowed to talk about it. All right. Uh, there will be, I think, some announcements about that mm-hmm. uh, about Kate and, and 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 sort of plans with the character around San Diego. Batwoman appears in Final Crisis Revelation, which I'm doing with Philip Tan. Um, she's she's in issue two. She'll be in issue three. I'm looking um, forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the art on it is unbelievably good. I, I cannot say uh, enough good things about Philip. Uh, he is, I mean, he's, he's a fabulous collaborator. His work ethic is incredible. Um, and, and then to top it all off, the art is just really mind-blowingly good. It's, it's so good. I was talking to DiDio and then Ian Sadler earlier today, and you know, our feeling is this is going to be the sleeper book. Everybody's going to go, oh, Crisis in Three Worlds, oh, Grant, oh, Jeff. And then they're going to go, what's this? People are going to open it up. They're going to be like, oh, my God. Nice. I'm, interested, just I'm just interested to see a story about the, how you've described the story about the Spectre. Because ever since it's been the, the whole Christmas Allen thing, yeah. a lot of the stories, don't, they can't seem to figure out what to do with 
how it's supposed to work between well, the two I think, characters. One, I think the Spectre's hard. You know, yeah. people keep trying to quote unquote fix him. You know, he's no longer the spirit of vengeance. He's now a spirit of justice and so on and so forth. This is old school Spectre. He's the spirit of vengeance. He's God's spirit of vengeance. He's also God's bouncer, which is a separate role. And, um, you know, as far as sort of what the thematic story is, it's about uh, this guy, Chris, who hates God, uh, but is pretty much compelled to do what God tells him to do. Um, and then this is told in a backdrop of, you know, of, of Final Crisis, which if you've seen it in the ads, evil wins. You know, yeah. and, and, and that's not a joke. Evil does win. Um, and it puts, you know, it puts Spectre in an interesting place. We're also introducing a companion concept. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is a spirit of mercy. If there is a spirit of vengeance, there should be a spirit of mercy. And so you're, you're going to see that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the opportunity, you know, I was, uh, the, the project came out of, uh, of Grant and, 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 and talking to Dan, I guess, and saying, you know, I want to do this Spectre thing, and I want to do it from the ground. I want to see it from the ground. I, would like, I want to use Question. You know, I want Greg to do something with Question coming out of Crime Bible. Um, so the initial thought had been to do it from sort of a, as a Question thing, and then it became very clearly, this is the Spectre's book. But you can't have Chris as Spectre and not put him opposite, you know, Renee's question. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's just too much good stuff to be gotten out of that. So, it's, I mean, I'm really excited about the project. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Spectre's a different kind of character for you. Oh, very much. The the power level on him is so astronomically high. He does pretty he can do pretty much whatever it is necessary to do what his job yeah, is well, to do. Yeah, that's... There, there are very, very few things that trump the Spectre. Um... Is that hard to write? It can be. Yeah. It can be, but I've got I've got certain loopholes built in because of the nature of the story. So awesome. I look forward to that. I always liked the Spectre in concept more than I liked reading Spectre yeah, they stories. Yeah, Yeah, I always thought it was a well, cool what, character. That one of the goals here is also to say this is Christmas Allen the Spectre, yeah, yeah. and and to sort of reconcile that and to show people what. What's the deal? Who is this guy? Why is it working that way? Like I said, this is a guy who hates God because the first thing that God wanted him to do once he became the Spectre was to kill his son. Yeah. You know, so that kind of sets you off on a bad foot, I think. It's one thing to be dead and go, okay, great, I'll I'm take the now. gig. <laughs> it's another thing to be like, I'll take the gig. You want me to do what? Excuse me, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't, you know, as a dad, I can't imagine anything worse. Good to see that they're, uh, you know, ever since 52, uh, DC's really, I thought, done a, a great job of a lot of the tie-in stuff to the main books has, have been as good, if not better, than the main books. Um, and, and it's good to see that that's going to continue on with this kind of stuff. And, and especially getting guys like you back involved. I thought, you know, 52 was something that I really enjoyed a lot. Um, and, and then um, Countdown was, I thought, kind of got lost, you know, lost its way a little bit. It didn't have the, the real clear direction that 52 seemed to have. Um, and I'm hoping that Final Crisis kind of kind of comes back. Yeah, I that, mean, I think that one of the things you're going to see with Final is that it's very tightly controlled in, in the sense of it, it is, you know, as far as, as, as quote-unquote events mm-hmm. go, this one's got a pretty tight rein on it. <clears throat> you're not going to see a whole lot of ancillary stuff. There's Final Crisis, 
and there are maybe seven or eight other things that tie in. Right. And of those seven or eight, I think half of them are, are single issues. They're just 30-page single issues, and then you have like two minis, okay. and that's it. Are we going to see a lot of like Batman going? Look, there's a red sky. No, <laughs> no you're not going to see any of that. You know, I mean, you're really that's not the, going. The, cla- to. the classic old crossover movie. Yeah, that is a red that's sky. That's because he's going to be dead. Talking about uh, 52, and, and we've mentioned this uh, in the last month or so, um, we look back at that series and and now just kind of realizing what a special accomplishment that was. And, and I know that you not jokingly said that you would never do that ever again. <laughs> but, I mean... We want the how, band back together. <laughs> I mean, do, you, do you guys still stay in touch? Oh, yeah. And, and yeah are you I, like, saw, you know, I saw Grant, Grant was in L.A., like three months ago, and I came down, and he and, and Jeff and I had lunch. Mark, uh, we kept trying to link up with Mark. Who just Mark's schedule is now crazy because of all the boom stuff he's doing. Mm-hmm. We couldn't we couldn't get together. But yeah, I mean, I talked to Jeff, if not once a week, twice a week, um, and sometimes more. And not necessarily about comics. You know, sometimes it's just like, so I'm thinking of buying a new car. Uh, you <laughs> what, know, do you think? what do you think of your car? You know, um, and you know, Grant is just. He is so, you know, he's a remarkable person across the board, just as a creator, as a talent, you know. He's just this amazing guy. I, I still, you know, I, those three guys are some of my dearest friends. And it's, it's, it's the natural byproduct of having been in the trenches for right. a long time. You guys, yeah, it really is kind of like a war buddy thing. It's like, remember that time whenever, yeah, uh, whenever uh, Booster was... Morrison uh, walks with a limp. Yeah. Well, you know, the analogy, and the only analogy I can think of, and it's a bad one, but the war analogy is, is the best analogy. Because it's not as if you go, hey, you remember the great time we had under fire in Fallujah? Nobody's going to go, yeah, those were great days. But, you know, you come out of that, and, and you're tight. And that's not to equate comics work with how oh, shot at. Yeah, you know? yeah, in no way. But, but we were... For what we do professionally, that's the highest stress environment I think any of us have ever been in under a consistent basis. And you can't come out of that and be like, oh, yeah, that was fine. And we were all charred after that. Like I said, I was talking to Dan just yesterday. He said, you guys are finally back. It's like you guys finally returned to the land of the living. And it's true. This is really... It took it took a long time to get back and be like, "Wow, I enjoy writing again. I'm happy again." <laughs> I like writing. It, it's, it was hard. It yeah. took a lot because it was a lot of work. Are you uh, are you able to uh, read for pleasure again? What's that? Are you <laughs> read, reading anything these days? Not really. I'm not reading a lot of fiction. I've been doing a lot of research for the new novel, mm-hmm. and um, the new novel is about a lot of really distasteful stuff. So none of that reading is for pleasure. <laughs> I understand. Totally. What? No, it's, it's really, and I don't want to. Again, I don't want to really give that stuff away. It's, it's about some really awful, awful shit. And, um, I'm reading. An, uh, I, 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 I sort of started research by reading a book by a guy named E. Benjamin Skinner called "A Crime So Monstrous," and anybody who uh, anybody who knows the book will know. Uh, it's it's a hard hard book to read. I think it's a violently important book. I mean, I think mm-hmm. people need to read this book. But uh, and I I don't say that a lot about a lot. Um, but you read it and uh, it stays with you. 
and and you can't really look at a lot of things the same way. I think around the world, around in your town, um, it, it's it's very affecting, and it's the primary engine behind the new novel. Have you wow. thought of doing children's books or something happier? <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> I have. I'm writing a sitcom. <laughs> no, this is a children's book. Why? <laughs> it's for children. Yeah. It's aimed, it's, are you it's saying my books aren't for children? What are you talking about? They're illustrated. You offend me. I'm leaving now. No one, you never see anyone actually get shot. Double <laughs> <laughs> G.I. Joe. Have you read my stuff? <laughs> uh, it's, it's almost all. No. Uh, yeah. Any word on the on the Whiteout movie? What's, what's September? That's what I'm told. September. They have a cut uh, that I believe is pretty much close to the final. Um, everybody I've talked to involved really happy with it right now. Great. I haven't seen the new cut, um, so I cannot speak to it personally. But I am told September. So I, I expect that they'll start carrying pu- publicity out for San Diego. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for like a mid-August release. Whenever we're in Chicago and it's like 105. See, that was that was the gag actually was that they were going to try to release it in the middle of the, the hottest, <laughs> the hottest period of the year. But I think that they also looked at the other things that are coming out. There's some other movies coming out this year. Yeah, one or two, and they mm-hmm. kind of went, you know, maybe let's wait a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, Iron Man, seen it yet? I have not. I want to see it this week. I was going to try to go on Wednesday and uh, ended up having to work. It's just good superhero fun. Man. I have heard nothing but good things about that film. It don't. It's one of those. Don't take it too seriously. It's just a good superhero movie. I would like that. Absolutely. And really? I think I think we need our light alongside our dark night. So you you're know. not going to find some darkness in it, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure I will. Inside a suit of armor, he's hiding, he's protecting, he's building a wall. He's trapped. He's trapped. Yeah, he's trapped. It's a story about a man who's trapped, trapped by in his, armor. He is trapped by his own past, <laughs> <laughs> unable to ever escape it. It's not a constantly thing. burdened by it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen it. How's that? Good stuff. Well, Greg, it is always a pleasure. Yeah, it talk is great with you. talking to you guys. Yeah. I hope yeah, you guys well. have a good rest of the show. Absolutely. We hopefully, we'll see you uh, in the Windy City. And uh, yeah, let's hope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and be <laughs> able to. <laughs> Let's hope and wish. Let's hope. Let's hope. Not if I see you first, Chris. All right, uh, we're back at the day two of the Emerald City Con, and we're joined by Mr. Shane White. Hi, guys. The artist on Overman. and uh, just concluded. North Country. North Country. North Country, and And, uh, various covers and pin-ups. I I just finished the uh, um, story with the uh, Tori Amos uh, comic book tattoo anthology. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, my wife, uh, Jessica Staley, ended up uh, pitching in and and helping out with uh, writing it. Getting tattooed? Uh, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first step. Um, actually, she tattooed the whole story on her back, and I had to... What? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Sure. No, no, keep going with that. Yeah, no, just keep, keep it going. So um, you're, you're at the Image booth this weekend promoting yeah, yeah, Overman? Yeah, enough to let me... Uh, hawk your goods. Yeah, hawk my goods. Where's the bell, by the way? Oh, it's in my... I'm sorry. The bell? I needed it earlier today. 
and you had it. Well, I took it. I didn't we have a we have our plug our bell. bell. Plug bell. Plug Whenever bell. somebody oh. plugs something, we ring the bell. Oh, you're trying to do a morning zoo crew. Yes, yes, we have uh, sound effects, props. Sound effects, props. 96.9, <laughs> the zoo crew. Let's check on traffic. <laughs> In the helicopter. Uh, traffic here at Emerald City Con is doing uh, pretty well. You were, uh, well. You were, were stuck over there with Chris Burnham yeah, yesterday. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. How, how awful was that? It was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah the guy, you know, he talks himself <laughs> up a storm. Yeah. Like, and I give him credit because he sold out of all of his Nixon's pals. Yeah, yes, he and did. Uh, Thanks to us. <laughs> he's not got other people looking. <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. Take that bell back. <laughs> no, I mean the guy. You know, well, here's the thing. We were. <laughs> We were inundated with a line of fans uh, that were not ours. <laughs> Kirkman? You had the Kirkman or the Ryan Otley? Which saw, one? It yeah. was the Kirkman. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had the Kirkman train rolling around the, uh, <laughs> the track of uh, the image tables. And, uh, you know, randomly... Uh, That's Kirk- when you just got to start telling people you're, you're Robert Kirkman. They won't know. Half of them won't even know it. It's funny because at the end of the day, the, this one guy, I felt bad because the guy was not all there up- upstairs. And he's like... Um, can anyone tell me where Robert Kirkman is? <laughs> and Kirkman's sitting, you know, next to me. And we've done this before. He's like, he's like, hey man, I don't know where he went. I, th- I think he, he's an asshole. You know? And I was just like, uh, yeah, I don't know where he is. You know. And, and then you know, Robert, being the good guy that he is, he always fesses up. Right. So the guy went into this weird story about uh, a wolf fang sword thing, and I, I, he, I don't know. He. Robert, for some reason, is able to just be patient and give the people what they need, and then they move on. Luckily, they move on. He doesn't get frustrated with the craziness. How's the con gone for you as far as... It's not bad. Not bad. I mean, you know, I think I, I, I haven't sold as, as much product uh, like the Overman. <laughs> you guys were racing for that bell. It Recently finished the five, five, it was five or six it was issues. Five, five issues. Yeah, five issue miniseries from Image Comics. Yeah. Available in your local comic shop now. It's gonna twist hopefully. your brain. Yeah, it's gonna come out in trade. When's it, is there well, is it announced it, schedule? After three months of asking, uh, can we do a trade of this? They were like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do a trade. Uh, the when and, and the how and what's Has gonna be in it. It's hard to say, Not to be but I think overall, I mean, each issue is so dense. To wait another month, it was just going to be a matter of uh, you know people falling off because they were like, "I'm I'm confused," you know. It was. I mean, anyway, we talked about this before. Yeah. It was not a simple story to you know to yeah. delve into, and hard. It was a bit hard to read month to month like that. It, it was more something made for trade. I mean, really. Right. Uh, I think we'll read a lot better in trade. And, it's easier uh, to sit and read it in one sitting. And yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I think it. By the time you're done, you're, you're pretty shell shocked. I mean, I, I, after yeah. I got my final issue, and I, I sat down and read them all, and it was just like, damn, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know what I did. No, I was like, did I really? Did I draw this? I don't really remember doing this? that. Was I in a fever dream? Doing, yeah, I don't remember doing that. <laughs> yeah, it, no, I did. It felt like a fever dream. And I finally woke up, and I was like, oh my God, I get my humanity back. So. <laughs> no, I don't have to draw a giant half. Man, robot destroyer things. <laughs> weird, right, right. perverse, sexual corporate yeah. vice presidents. This is your home show. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. So this is the only show I'm doing this year. I, you know, working on that story for two and a half years, three years actually of collaborating with people, and then I'm like, you know, 
I missed a couple summers with the wife, so I'm, right. we're going to go do stuff. You know, like, what? You're going to do things with loved ones? Yeah. I know. It's it's not, that's not, not comic fair, books. That's <laughs> you know, it's funny, because when I first started in this industry, I, I remember uh, many conversations with editors saying, do you have a girlfriend? Do you, you know, do you live at home? You can forget your parents. You can forget a love life. This is comics. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to have a life. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, you got relationships? Yeah, I'm sorry. This isn't going to work out. Yeah, you're going to have to... You either got to love comics or you got to get out. It's <laughs> um, one or the other. Did you just turn around and go, uh, have you looked at me? Of course, I have, I have multiple girlfriends. <laughs> oh, Come yeah, on. yeah, right. Come on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Sorry. sorry, I had to bring that joke up. Uh, Come on, God. Shane. Go to hell. All um, right. <laughs> But no, it felt like the Marines. I was I was signing up for the Marines, but you know, little did I it's realize it's not just a job. Yeah. It's an adventure. It's an adventure. <laughs> I don't lose any limbs. It's Luckily. an army of one. Right. <laughs> you're more of an army, sort of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. By yourself. So, so anything on the horizon? Anything uh, you got coming up? planned next or? Well, uh, well, I, I finished up a, a backup story for um, Clay Moore. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, for Hawaiian Dick. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. You and you did a. Was that cover? Was that a, like a spread cover you did, or mm. you had that like two page kind of? Sp- oh, oh, that thing. That's going to actually be the back cover. The back cover the story oh, that, okay. that he wrote. Um, we, um, I came up with this idea that Abe Vigoda would be a great hitman, <laughs> and I said, Clay, you know, I had this vision, and so he heard it, and he's like, I'll see what I come up with, and and he sent me the script, and he he writes real minimalistic scripts, which really? is great for somebody. Who really likes to do you know their own storytelling, their right, own directing, right. and all that? So he sent it, and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be great! I'll I'll fit it in while I'm doing the Overman, just to take a break." And then I got onto this like deadline crunch thing, and I'm like, "Oh crap! I'm not going to be able to get to this for a while." But it was fine because the monthly Hawaiian Dick um, was you know going to roll out yeah, until yeah. later. So I just finished that up, um, and now I'm just I'm halfway through roughing out a graphic novel and oh, we've got two other books uh, series in pre-production mode. Nice. One's written and the other one's halfway written. So. And that is more image stuff or We'll see. Not true you know, yet? it's... it's um, Can I get it done and look for... Uh, image is, you know, a good place to, you know, park your car at and have them, you know, take care of it. So right. it's... I'm, I'm kind of looking at... The, the the graphic novel might be through another publisher, but it's hard to say. You know, we'll have to see what uh, what happens at that. What point, happens yeah. with those guys? But uh, yeah, overall, it's it's nice to not have a deadline. You know, because <laughs> I, I got a forty hour a week job, you right? Know, or you know, or more, um, as a cinematic director at Sony Online Entertainment. Oh, what? Yeah. Did I, <laughs> have you been doing that for a while now? Or? Well, I, I was freelancing last. Okay, summer. that's what I thought. That okay. But and now you're doing that full time. Then they were like, uh, "We need a cinematic director. You wanna, you wanna do this job?" I'm like, yeah, you "Do know you guys? have a wife?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can Are forget you about com- it. This is Sony <laughs> <you> working comics. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the great thing because you know, uh, games, uh, working in games, early on, you gave up your life. I mean, I yeah. used to, I used to sleep at work, uh, you know, six days a week. Wow. And uh, I'd go home on Sundays to do laundry. Wow, it was silly. I, I mean, that's when I was working at Take Two uh, back in the day. Jeez. But uh, yeah, that was just silly, silly yeah. stuff. But young and you don't know, you know. 
yeah, you're willing to give it up right, for, right. for the man, and then you realize, oh, you don't get that back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or here's a lovely bonus of $2,000. It's like, I want to get you lunch today. I want to get you lunch today, Shane. You've been working hard this last year. Yeah, what, what is this? This is like gruel. <laughs> I don't want this. Here's so porridge. what are you working working on at Sony, then? So there's this uh, game. It's called The Agency. It's mm-hmm. a massive multiplayer online mm-hmm. game. And it's uh, it's Kids like love that. it's like the world of James Bond, Jason Bourne, and all the other spy themes wrapped up in the one and like turned to eleven. And is is that a, is that going to be a computer platform or, or like PlayStation, Xbox? Yes, all of them, all everything, everything across the board. I think so. Whatever you so have, it's, it's really <laughs> it'll be coming to you. It's 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 definitely for the PlayStation. Um, so as a <laughs> so for so as a uh, a cinematic director, what does that entail for for a game like that for you? Well, um, it's it's interesting. I, I get to uh, come up with the style and look of the cinematics, um, much like a director would, right. you know, uh, work with a you know like a cinematographer basically uh, is responsible for the look and feel of the film, mm-hmm. you know, the the textural quality, the light sure. quality. And the director obviously directs the actors and so on. Um, in here, I I kind of set the style and the mood for most of the um, cinematics, mm-hmm. and then um, I'll do storyboards based on the game design or story. You know, wherever they're going to interject um, uh, a cinematic. So it's it's sort of like um, just setting the the tone for the whole thing yep. to allow the designers then to. To follow that and, and almost like a, a it, th- that part goes hand in hand because they'll write a, des- a design they're designing the game and right. there's a story and I'm I'm really focused on story that was the thing about taking this job is just like you know if if you're gonna have me I want I want a job that you know is is all about story mm-hmm. and, and conveying visuals and this marries the two uh, beautifully uh, I get to work with a lead animator and he's like. The lead animator and the technical uh, cinematic director, we, we all kind of work together to uh, to make the cinematics. It's 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 a, it's a multidiscipline thing in games mm-hmm. as, as opposed to like film, where a director works with the actors, you know, sets up, the, you know, kind of gets the shot in mind and you know lays it out, um, and then works with other people to do their specific jobs. But here, it's a little more of a team effort. Right. But it's it kind of starts with the designers and goes to me, and then spell it out for the animators and then we all kind of work as a team to, to really bring out the, the best in the shots cool. well I do have a PS3 now so anytime uh-huh. you, you know send me a preview copy or you know something uh-huh. to test ba- if you need some beta, beta testers, testers yeah. I'm more than happy to jump in on well we'll see what we, what we can do I, that, I mean the you know video game industry it's amazing I mean like uh, um, oh what was the, the big game that just came out a couple weeks Grand ago Theft Grand Theft Auto 4 yeah. like that that's making as much as like a blockbuster film. More I mean, than a blockbuster. Yeah, I mean, three hundred and fifty million dollars in the first week or something. Yeah, uh, that's in, that's incredible. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah, and it's things. funny because I mean, there's you know a lot of film companies want that that game division. Right. And uh, Sony was part of the Sony film, and it was difficult because I think expectations were different. Yeah. Um, and. and so we ended up having to split and you know go to SCA or whatever the mm. other the game division. Uh, yeah, Sony it's SC- yeah, I think it's SCA or something. Yeah. Three hundred fifty million dollars. That's insane for a yeah. video game. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, they're just they're just very different disciplines. But it, I mean, they're disciplines that are different on a. Um, uh, it's hard to parallel. 
kind of? They're, they're parallel in their development yeah. in, in some ways where, you know, when you're dealing with story and content... You well, they've progressed so much to be so much more like film. Right. You know, especially with the, the online game, you know, the first-person shooters and the, sure. and the multiplayer online games. And you have these very complex stories and actors and voiceovers and yeah. scenes. I mean, it's very much like, you know, producing a film in, in a lot of ways, but... Yeah. But also, you know, it has you its have own to unique... put the game part in. Yeah, there's yeah, the whole game right. part of too. Is, yeah, yeah, that is really the crucial bit. I mean, I think a lot of companies, you know, they forget that part. It's like, oh, uh, if you, you know, in the option box, there is not a, a fun, uh, you know, uh, option <laughs> to check. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Make sure there's actually the a game turn involved the, in the game. Yeah. <laughs> turn the like, fun up on that one. Looks yeah. pretty. Yeah. Um, there's nothing to do. No right. content. You know, and the, you see that in film, though. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, great looking film, no story. Nothing in Yeah. So if you can get it all, you know, all three, uh, story, fun, and... Uh, sex. In sex. And, and good And, like, shoot, shooting hookers. That's always important in, a, in an <laughs> online I've game. I almost got killed by a kid this morning who hijacked a car. <laughs> hijacked a car, all because of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, uh, the streets here are crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. so People dangerous. hitting each other with bats. And like <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. No, no, let's not give Seattle a bad... I've never. What do, what do you think of Seattle? I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, yeah. I really, really. Just in a couple of days, have fallen in love with it. One observation. Yeah. The um, the street people here. Yeah. Really crazy. Like. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. like. Cra- like. But I think it's because there's a mission like right around the corner. Well, what? And I think I, that may. Yesterday, when to I walked to go get um, when I was went to go get some beer, and I was walking down the street, this guy, walking. The other direction throws this bottle of water like against the side of a building, probably about a foot away from me, and it's just like, bitch ass hoe. I thought he threw it at me at first. Oh, it okay. was so close. See, like even the to, homeless out here drink bottled water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, If we're gonna do it, let's you know, let's upgrade. It's, it's a very hip the city. Well, they, they care. They care about the care, yeah. intake. They, they want to flush with the clean stuff uh, sure, and then sure. poison themselves. And you live in your hybrid. Here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I really, really. Yeah. I mean, Seattle's a very cool place, and I, I definitely want to come back. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, That's cool. How about you, Tom? What do you think? I've been here before, but I, I like it. Yeah. But, uh, it's nice. I've, uh, we went to the baseball game. Nice weather. Oh, uh, yeah. Beautiful park. And, the uh, hills, it's a little hard to get used to it when you're I from need a, a very flat land. I yeah, need a Segway, I, like, I think, to get around. I thought they just issued Segways on every corner Oh yeah. in this town. Paragliding, I thought you would Something. Just get. <laughs> <laughs> I need something. Cause Base I'm, jumping. But it's also been, it's been a fun con, too. You know, it's like a reasonably sized... There's stuff to do in Seattle. Yeah, like yeah. You get to Seattle. You well, that's other. It's I mean, middle of downtown. Yeah. The, you walk out of the convention center, and there's places to eat, places to drink, right around the corner. So that you makes catch a it cab, go someplace else. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's yeah. easy to get, her, and it's not so huge that right. it's like impossible. You can to walk get to. You right. Know. Yeah. You can actually meet people where yeah. you want to go. Yeah. 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 Very uh, cool. Very Seattle. Seattle's great. And you're you're right outside of Seattle, right? I mean, you're like yeah, five. I'm like six minutes yeah. up the road. You know, it's just on the other side of the Lake Union. So it's easy to get down here. Uh, that's what I like about this con. I mean, uh, out of all, you know, doing con- conventions are really hard. And mm. I can't imagine having more product than I do. You know, guys like Rick Remender. Or yeah. Well, Remender. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 95 books. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. It's like you need you need a team of, uh, you know. Uh, handlers. Handlers. And, <laughs> yeah. Just to carry your boxes of product. You yeah, know, to totally. Them. And I, I mean, carrying what I do, it's just like I need the... I need, you know, 
have my workout gear on just because I'm sweating <laughs> right. so much and I get to the booth and then I get to sit in my own Sweat. man soup all day. I've watched it's people waiting nice. in line for Robert Kirkman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then guys who are just standing there sweating back, you know, yeah. looking at me. Well, we got the experience of wait, watching people waiting in line for the flyers. Oh, yeah. yeah there's a big... Like, dude, I want my freebies. Free flyers. <laughs> I couldn't believe it yesterday, man. The line is out the door for free. I'm like, you know what it is, though? It's like at every... It's trash. You're going to throw that... You always the... hear people like, what's this the line for? And they get into the line. Yeah. Yeah, they don't even know. Even knowing oh, something's important <laughs> here. That, I know, I know. That's I what I think this the, line. That's what the Kirkman line was all Who's about. Who's this? Oh, dude, we looked out. <laughs> High fives all around, butt slapping. Yeah. I heard a guy was walking. There's a weird part where uh, uh, Ethan Van Skyver's line was kind of run, running into JMS's line. Oh, and they did like no. There's some music. No, but a guy came over and was like. Which line? Oh, let's just get in line for who. It, like he didn't even know which one it was. Matter. He was just like, "Well, Ugh. let's just stand here and we can just we can go to whoever's line." Was like, and with us, I don't know. Convention. We have you know some real prime real estate here over yeah, in the corner do. next to the, the women's bathroom. Oh and, my uh, god! Yeah. More than anything else, we've been asked to uh, directions to the bathroom, directions to the panels. Make announcements for lost children. Yeah, make announcements. People have asked us, "Oh, microphones? Can yeah. they make an announcement?" They won't find them uh, for a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, where's the where's the costume contest? Oh uh, wow! All sorts of good stuff like that. So that's that's well, been our experience. You're gonna have to step it up, man. Get more involved. You know, <sighs> Tom was thinking we should just make a sign that says "We don't know shit." Which <laughs> <laughs> don't ask us. Yeah, don't, don't ask, ask us. us. We're not part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're observers. That's <laughs> what we do. But um, all right, man. Well, thank you for coming by. Yeah. It's good to see you, you again. Hawk some of your stuff. It's nice not to. Uh, oh, what, huh? What what books are you going to be hawking out here? <laughs> oh, uh, you know, like the Overman. <laughs> <laughs> and you. Uh, oh, no I got to still get one of those. Uh, actually, can I pay you for one of those prints and can you mail it to me? Because I have no way to take it home. What print? Uh, the big covers that you did. Oh, I just put them on the freebie table. No, you did not. I did. Dude, those are awesome. You should go over there. I gotta and get go one. get one. Go get in line. <laughs> I better. I gotta get in line. All right, I gotta go. I gotta go get in line. <laughs> Stop it. Stop All right, Shane. Thanks, right. man. It was good right. seeing you again, and uh, yeah, we'll nice talk again guys. next con or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Go check out the Overman. All right. <laughs> Here we go, singing our songs with our All right, now we are joined by illustrator extraordinaire and podcast superstar, man of the world, yeah. man of the world podcast veteran, veteran, <laughs> veteran, veteran uh, bad movie podcast. expert, yeah. Scrappy, Chris Scrappy Moreno. Vet. How you doing, Chris? Hey, what's up? How are Just, you Just, uh, you know, enjoying the con Sunday, the getaway day. It's pretty awesome. It's a little slower today. We were, we were trying to figure out, if, uh, we thought maybe because it's Mother's Day, uh, <laughs> guys just couldn't get rides from their mom. <laughs> To the show. They gotta spend the day with they, their mom. That is probably <laughs> it. They're all gonna be going after brunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mom, like, mom, we're gonna have mom. our pancakes and then I'll take you to the show. But right now it's my day. Yeah. How, I can't uh, drive you to the convention center yet. That's right. How was the show yesterday for you? It was, was pretty it? awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this is my first time here. So, but it's it's a cool show. I mean, I yeah. really enjoyed it. It, it reminded me a lot of kind of shows like Heroes in Baltimore, where you're busy. All day, but it's so it's such like a laid back atmosphere. Right. And everybody's really cool that it doesn't feel hectic. Yeah. You know, so, seemed like everybody was pretty busy, but yeah, at the same time, it's much more of a fan 
It's yeah. like the creators aren't in, you know, it's not like big promotion mode and, you right. know, announcements and panels all the time and everything. It's more of a fan it's a show. Comic yeah, show. It's a comic show. Yeah. It's for yeah. And people that come here like comics, which yeah. is encouraging. Yeah, it's nice, nice to see. That's, I mean, a lot of young people, a lot of yeah. kids, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just waiting. I Tom's just, just waiting to use the this bell. This is the bell we ring when people plug things. So I was just waiting. Oh, are, are you, you going to give me? My, is that going to activate and then I will start plugging? No, you <laughs> plug you and plug. that activates the bell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anytime. So what are you working on? So what are you, you, no, you, you had to. You should have kept that secret. So I started talking. I was like, oh well, I'm. The, we're a morning zoo crew now, Chris. We're, oh, I get have, it. You need your little honk honk. You know. That's why there's the. That's why Chris is gonna come back dressed as a clown for the <laughs> second half. You need like car horn sound effects. <laughs> and, like, explosions. I got some uh, coconut <laughs> shells <laughs> for the horse. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on it all. So, what are you uh, selling at the convention? <laughs> uh, sketches and. Um, I heard you, you, you sold on? a very underpriced. Uh, Lebowski, big Lebowski sketch yet last night. Now you're gonna get me in trouble <laughs> with the guy who commissioned it. You're gonna be like, I feel really bad now. <laughs> well, no, I, I, Scotty thinks I'm underpriced, but you know. That's because he jacks up. Yeah, his Scotty, Scotty, Scotty charges like a hundred dollars to draw like you know Captain America's eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He charges yeah. by the body part. That's unfair. You want two arms or one? Right. You know, one arm cheaper. Yeah. I'll draw a Spider-Man with an arm. <laughs> I have twenty-five bucks to get Spider-Man's left foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Ch- I think Scotty thinks everybody ch- is does not charging enough. Well, you kinda... I, you know. But I, he's also a real big fan of your work. So that's, that's true. You know, uh, that's, that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of. I mean, the rates I have are kind of based off of previous experience. Right. So and then. Yeah, it's like I'm not just... When you started, you were charging $500. Yeah, exactly. single one. That's the thing. I didn't start low and move up. I actually went way higher than I thought. $1,500, yeah. head sketches only. I was like, how much you got on? <laughs> the Chris Moreno yeah. negotiating That's right. technique. You kids don't need to go to school right away. <laughs> you extort the fans. Yeah. Look, tell you what, you put a down payment on a sketch, and then they go to community college. Now we're going to take $15 a week yeah. from your check. Exactly. <laughs> can, I see, can I see your wallet real quick? <laughs> All right, well, this is what the sketch costs. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your just change. coincidence. It's perfect. It works out well yeah. for both of us. <laughs> so what are you working on right now? Anything um, in the pipelines? Yeah, I mean, I've got a mini-series for IDW that's going to be coming out. Sweet. That's about all I, I can kind of say about it right now. Oh, nice. So, Ooh. Um, look oh. at this. No, everything is secret. Everything yeah. is secret now. You guys and your secrets. You guys. I know. Hey, you know, I was going <laughs> to ask you if you happen to see just around, actually not very far from your table, uh, down one of the artist alley uh, ways, there's a, a book called Sidekicked. I didn't know if you noticed that I'm or not. Sidekicked. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what the hell is that? No, familiar. Actually, there's Sidekicked, and then there was another one called Sidekicking. Sidekicking, yeah. nice. That just changed its name to Sidekicking Hero. <laughs> there was one called Sidekicks with a Z at the end. <laughs> right, it's just all misspelled. It's S Y D E K Y K X. It makes no sense. Sidekick. Sidekick. That's probably City. how kids text message it. Well, whatever, you know. I don't know. I, I, we're the first, so whatever. And the best. All those guys can eat our dust. <laughs> Uh, any are we are we gonna see any more sidekicks? Well, we're soon? hoping. We're I mean we're we might be able to make some announcements soon, but um, but yeah I mean we're I talk to Paul pretty often and sidekick is usually the second thing we talk about yeah. in every phone conversation, if not the first. 
Yeah. So we want to do more of that. Um, the popcorn thing I'm still doing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The volume Japan volume uh, two is coming out. Yeah. When when yeah. when's it? That was uh, awesome by the. I mean I that whole this over the summer. Over the summer. Or something like that. Yeah, that, I that it thing up a was weeks ago, finally, one, like, first yeah. one of the best values yeah. ever. I mean that is a tome of a book. Kick-ass stories. Too. Yeah, there's great I think, art. I think the great adjective kick-ass would describe the stories in it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Mar- um, I believe Mark Miller has kick-ass already taken. <laughs> it's trademarked. You can't. Well, I didn't call the story. Well, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. If we're going to start splitting hairs now, all right, hey, let's do it. It has to be like uh, kicked-ass. Yeah, I think kicked it's, ass. it's ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how we'd have to yeah, go yeah, about yeah. it. So that so you got volume two. Of yeah. volume, you're well, gonna I'm going to be doing Sans Pants stories. Throughout? Throughout. So, I, I mean... You know, I, I know one of the big gripes people have about anthologies sometimes is that there's not continuing content. Yeah. Right, I mean? right. Platypus um, Ninja will solve that problem. Oh, Hell yeah. yes. <laughs> He'll do his part. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I talked to him about it. I said I'd like to do, like, another, you guys are cool with it. And they're like, we love Sandman. So I'm like, all right, I love him too. So <laughs> cool. So more keep doing it. them, yeah. You so, do some of the best funny stuff in comics. I mean, just, just, even, uh, uh, I mean, just... Pretty much everything you do, not everything you do, but a lot of what you do has that sort of same theme to it. They're just very funny, entertaining things that uh, um, I want to say all ages to some degree, but not necessarily. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I was a sidekick. You've got the mentality of a five-year-old. You are an, an adult in arrested right. development. <laughs> from, it goes from age eight to people who are mentally age eight. <laughs> But you're, I mean, you're just, you're a funny guy, too. I mean, is that, is that just natural for you to just, that's yeah, what you well, want to work on? Yeah, that's natural state. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, with Sidekick, I think me and Paul are kind of, like, in our mode. That's, you, that's the default that's, mode. Yeah, that's the most us. I, I mean, I know that's the most us, or the most me. Yeah. Right. I've, I've done something. I mean, Super Frat, too. Like, if I can do comedy stuff, that's usually yeah. where I'm at. You know, I don't mind doing, like, action Sure, Drama sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had a good time doing it. I mean, Dracula was fun. And, um, some of the new stuff I'm working on is more kind of action horror. Sal's still going to laugh stuff. at it. Yeah, I'm going to laugh. It doesn't, like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's still going to be funny for people that know me, I guess. Oh, that Moreno. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. He's so funny. Yeah. And uh, you're living in L.A. now? Yeah. Big, big L.A., uh, Hollywood, going Hollywood on us. How's that going for you? Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm in a, I was in a good spot because I didn't come out there to quote unquote make it. Right. You know, I didn't, you weren't looking for your big break. Yeah, I didn't have like a suitcase and some dreams. <laughs> and end up in a porn movie. And just and yeah. just. <laughs> a buddy of mine were talking about it though. We said the smog, like it's not smog that's hanging over LA. It's like dreams that have broken, shattered, yeah. dissipated, dust of broken. Yeah. Dreams. That's right. It's like magic dream dust, you know. When someone's dream dies, it just kind of floats up into the gets stuck in the valley. Yeah. Had uh, had you spent much time there before you moved there at all? Um, well, I mean, I would go. I, I mean, I knew people from shows out there, like like Tony Rodriguez right. lives near me, but I got to see a lot of LA visiting him. Okay. I'd come up like maybe a couple of days early before San Diego and stay at his place. So it wasn't like a big, you know. Yeah. Culture shock or a big illusions shattered when you got out there. Well, that's the thing about doing conventions. You're going to so many different places. Right. You get like a sense that like where you live isn't the only place. What? Around. <laughs> I just I have the vision of you like getting off the bus with like a straw cap on. <laughs> like, a hobo totally, sack. Like, looking around like I landed Whoa. on Mars. Piece Whoa. of wheat in his teeth. 
see like a oh, wolf golly gee. high heels and like shorts. Can you like, tell me where the movie stars are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's totally what they did. I got that all out of my system early. So by yeah. the time I actually moved to LA, that was all gone. <laughs> Just sitting in like a fountain shop, looking for, for fountain shop. Uh, what do you call it? Is this where I become famous? Is this where I get discovered? Where do I go to be famous? <laughs> Can you tell me? <laughs> no, it's alright. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. It, it's just it. I know more people out there. Yeah. I like the weather. Can't beat it. It's yeah. Fun. I only have to see snow in pictures and on TV. <laughs> not bad. Not yeah, bad. I don't have to dig my car out. Beautiful okay. women. Beautiful people in general. Kind well, of. I don't look at that kind of stuff. Oh. You know, I have a girlfriend. Sure. I'm yeah, sorry. So I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I didn't. Other mean women that. don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every, I, everyone else I see, is, it's, it's just an obstacle between me and my girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the Matrix. They all look like Agent zeros and ones. And stuff. Yeah. I don't see, I don't see, I don't see gender anymore. Uh, gender blind. Don't try and get me into trouble. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I didn't, <laughs> she I, didn't listen to this, but don't. Yeah, get I was me gonna say. I don't anyway. think she. Still, my girlfriend would know if I said like, oh yeah, <laughs> just radar. <laughs> Spider no, sense. Gotta, <laughs> it's right. Tom said something I should be angry about. <laughs> right now it's going on. She just shows up and she's mad. What are you mad about? I'm just... Oh, I, had I, dream, I had a dream last night and we got into a fight and I'm still angry. Oh, I God, stuff yeah. like that. That's bullshit. That yeah. is bull... I, and every, I had a dream. You, you date some other girl. Why'd you she had, do that? It's she like, had tentacle arms. Yeah. She wasn't even cute. I had a dream you were sleeping with Angelina Jolie. Yeah, honey, I don't think you got to worry about that one. <laughs> Not not really high percentage chance that's gonna happen. Yeah, not really. But you mm. can be mad at me. If you want. Well, there's a game that I I'm always stuck playing. And I'm not even talking relationship stuff, but like in general, it's called surprise. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like you wake up in the morning and you're feeling good, right? It's a regular day, and then it's like something happens, and it's just like surprise. You're an, <laughs> you're asshole. an asshole. You're a bad person now. <laughs> yeah, you're a really awful person. <laughs> this could be anything. Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, thank you so much for coming by and spending some time with us. You know, we always like having you on the show. And uh, <laughs> that bell is just—it's stupid. Throw that bell into the bathroom. It's already getting, yeah, yeah, it's already wearing out. It's welcome amongst <laughs> us. I still think you should do it as a surprise, though. Don't don't back. Don't tell people. Don't tell anyone. Just yeah, so they yeah. get really cu- so the whole time they're talking to us, they're yeah. just looking like white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if they do improv, they'll think they have to change their answer. <laughs> yeah. I hand, yeah, I hand them a big, uh, you know, like a big inflatable wheel. Like, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Like, what are you working on? Well, I'm doing a four-issue miniseries. I mean, a 12-issue maxi-series. Uh, original graphic novel. That is how you do it. And, all right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. We'll Sounds see good. you. Are you gonna plan, any plans to be on the Crankcast anytime soon again? Or? Probably. Well, I talked to Robbie Rodriguez. I think we're going to do our own podcast. Right, oh, that's right. That's right. You Uh-oh. were Last time you were on there. We, we, we're talking about West doing Coast the Crankcast. Anti-Crankcast. <laughs> <laughs> like the bizarre. we got to figure out exactly what that is. <laughs> like, you like have a point? Onto yeah. News yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, they don't talk about Investigative journalism. I think ours is just going to be all about work. <laughs> just all comic talk. Yeah, all you know. need to find, like, an anti-Tabor. A guy who never has never seen a movie. Never seen ever. a movie. Get like a, an Amish dude <laughs> and ask him what he. Just yeah, read yeah. him like the pitches to movies and see what his thought is. Uh, yeah. That sounds completely fantastic. Right? That sounds unrealistic. I would not watch a movie like that. I've never seen any. Movie. I don't own the TV, so. That's right. I don't. That's Sorry, I was distracted. There was a woman jumping just behind you, like enjoy. 
Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know who the fan. I, I hope so. Or or that she was gonna kill you. I don't. <laughs> she might have. Surprise! You're an asshole. Yeah, surprise! surprise you're an asshole. That's where it comes. That's how. It, that's how it happens. All right, Chris. Well, have a have a good show. It was great seeing you Sounds again, good. talking with you. And a pleasure as always. Absolutely. Sidekick. Do it one more time. <laughs> We're uh, joined now by. One of our fellow Chicagoans. We only see you on different coasts yes. now, man. Yes, only on the coasts. It's Never on the third coast. But <laughs> third coast. That's like Michigan. Is yeah. The, the, oh. It's Chicago, third coast. Gotcha. He doesn't like to see people in the flyover states. <laughs> yeah. Je- Je- Jeffrey Brown of, uh, of um, Top Shelf fame in, in your various books. But uh, uh, yeah. I wanted to talk to you. You're, you're doing stuff outside of Top Shelf as I, well now. You're, I, you're a big bookmaker. I, I mean, I'm still, I, I'm still doing stuff with Top Shelf. I've got some books coming out from them um, later this year and, and, and on after that. Um, but yeah, my newest book just came out from, it's published by Touchstone, which is an imprint of Simon & Schuster called Little Things, um, and it's autobiographical stories, um, less relationship-focused than my, my other autobiographical work. Man, t- how, how exciting was it, to, and I know that you, you have a great relationship with the wonderful people at Top Shelf, but how exciting was it to get like a book deal? I mean, it's it's pretty exciting. You're it's wearing a tuxedo yes. right now. <laughs> I was hoping you would mention that because it might make me seem snooty. I am wearing a tux, but it's but, but it's but emerald you'll green. The sneakers. Oh yeah. yeah. With, so you still you still like the common so non-book like deal I man. still like it's like kind of like like keeping it real. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. No. I, it's. I mean. There's there's advantages to to having like a bigger publisher who's well established in the book market, um, and you know they kind of bring different things to the table, um, and they've been great to work with. Like one of the things that I've always liked about Top Shelf is like they've they've been really open about letting me have like creative freedom and you know being supportive with what I want to do and um, and so far uh, working with Simon Schuster has has been similar. Um, but maybe just like a little more pressure about you know to like have things go well. Yeah. Um, do do you change? I mean, do you change your creative process? Maybe even subconsciously, it's like okay, well, this is there, kind of a little yeah. di- different sandbox to yeah, play with, in. Yeah. Li- with little things, there was um, most of that book is stories that I've been working on the past couple years. So while I was working on other projects, so it was kind of the book was pretty much done by the time um, the deal was in place, but. Um, now with the second book I'm working on for them, it's 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 been a little harder for me to to balance everything out and like second a lot of second guessing myself and rethinking things um, both subconsciously and and because I all right folks if you are I do want to uh, that is the voice of God by the way yes God He's wants you to play the Planet Hulk <laughs> Hero Clicks event. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite part of doing the interviews is the, when the voice of God is announcing the Hero Clicks event that's currently going yes. on. This is God. I want you to meet Julie Benz. Yes. 
<laughs> well, uh, whenever I, I saw you in New York, because I only see you on the yeah. coast now and yes. not in the flatlands, uh, I noticed that there was an incredible ChangeBots hardcover, yes. which was cool. How's, this, how's um, ChangeBots doing? ChangeBots is doing great. Um, people people really like it. I'm, I'm glad that the, the hardcore Transformers fans have embraced it. I was you know kind of nervous. Like, I mean, I'm not a hardcore Transformers fan, but I grew up with Transformers. I, you know, I love the old cartoons and the old toys, and that's really what that book was about. It was like, you know, paying tribute to to that that kind of love, and um, but um, so I'm I'm happy. Like it, it's both with with Transformers fans and like people who aren't familiar. Like, and also it's a book that like a lot of parents are reading with their kids. Like I've like a lot I hear from people. Who are like, <laughs> Who have like six six year olds and their six year old really likes the book and oh, awesome. you know oh, that's good. got some drawings in the mail it's really great um, and and also on the ChangeBots front um, Devils Do uh, with their new Devils Do pop line of toys and figures are are doing um, vinyl figures for ChangeBots starting with Balls the most popular <laughs> character Balls that, which that must be exciting. To have action figures, yeah, made of like, yeah, of balls. Ball, balls was the the, the <laughs> yes. golf the golf cart. He's right? the golf yeah. cart. Yeah. Yes, um, and then also the second toy will be microwave, who's a, a microwave. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> and yeah, his little door opens up, and um, Soupy and Popper can fit inside. Um, and they, yeah, they kind of they're vinyl figures, so they don't like transform per se, but like. You can kind of take their arms and legs up and move things around, so like balls actually becomes a golf cart. Nice. I look forward to collecting all of them. So there's there's two two planned and two planned, and mm-hmm. we'll see how those do. And okay. um, yeah, those are and those are probably the were the easiest characters to design as toys. So um, we'll see where we go from there because then it might be a little more complicated to like. I want the I want the Jeffrey Brown vinyl figure from like Clumps. maybe maybe someday limited One edition yeah movable parts <laughs> look at him wave <laughs> yes but, um yeah no that'd be I some, someday it, I'd also hand, like to do the, the like if you look in the big head book there's like some there's like a fake merchandise page and a there's a kind of like a plush big head that's kind of like this cute little plush big head. I'd like to do that someday. That would be very cool. Fun, well, you're um, uh, you're a uh, Michiganian. Is that what they call them? Is, if uh, you're Michiganian or Michigander. Mi- Michiganian. Yeah. Um, I know. Um, have you gotten involved in um, your your old comic shop? That yeah. Was one the of the one of the two shops I shopped at in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. The the one shop I I shopped at was Collector's Corner. Mm-hmm. Um, been around for years, and then the other shop was Apparitions comics and books um, and if for, for people who don't know Dave Percola uh, the owner um, was shot in a robbery and um, he was in critical but stable condition doesn't have health insurance and um, I fanboy yeah fanboy has, guys are. has kind of taken charge to, to help raise money to pay his bills um, and yeah obviously like in, you know shopping Dave Dave is also someone who is one of those stores that doesn't just carry mainstream stuff and like has like 
like all the the toys and it has magic cards, but it also carried a lot of all the alternative comics, like books like that Top Shelf publishes, and um, was probably one of the stores that um, was responsible for me getting back into comics, like and finding like. Uh, like the the range of comics out there. One of the um, one of the good comic shop yeah, owners like, that, know, that shop, doesn't just oh, cater you know, to a take, small segment. Takes, takes chances on on books that you know might not sell as well, and you know, and, and expose people to, to other stuff. Out yeah, there, you know. um, and really supporting comics as a whole. Um, so yeah, I've I've did a, a one page comic for Boom Studios for their Warhammer Forty Thousand. Um, Sorry, I'm auctioning that off. So, awesome. um, details will come later, I guess, when iFanboy gets everything set yep. up. So go to iFanboy.com. They've got they've got They'll information keep on you that. Up to date. I don't know when that'll happen, but and if um, and even aside from that, if you go to iFanboy, they you can donate money through mm-hmm. PayPal, and um, you know, another, you know, Dave doesn't have health insurance, and and like I'm I'm someone who I can't get my own health insurance because. Of pre-existing conditions, and so we live in a country where we don't have national health care, and it's tough. So, um, especially for for yeah, creators, and, and especially and, and for like a uh, you know something like comic books, where there's you know mm-hmm. like there's not a lot of money. It's it's about the love of, of something, and uh, you got it. Uh, well, the last thing I wanted to talk with you about, and you've been you've been teasing us with this for a while, is the MMA book. MMA book. I I finished it. It's done. Um, it's uh, Brett Warnock from mm-hmm. Top Shelf who does a lot of the, the production side of things. Um, is has the disc with the files mm-hmm. and is getting it ready. Uh, should be out. Uh, I think it's scheduled for December. So. And, and the title is going to be. T- title is Deadly Awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, of course 90, it is. Ninety six pages, um, eighty page fight scene. Wow. <laughs> it's uh, Haruki Rabasaku. Mm-hmm. Versus Eldar Garprob, um, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm a. For people are kind of surprised to hear like I like I, they're surprised like when they hear like I'm a native Mich- Michigander as you mm-hmm. mentioned, a big Red Wings fan. They're up two oh. nothing against Boo. Dallas right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm a Hawks. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> you just go like, you go like deadly <laughs> serious <laughs> there. <laughs> Every time I see the Hawks play the Red Wings, like at United Center, they lose. So, uh, I mean, the Wings. It was the only. It was the only team that the Blackhawks could play this year. But uh, (laughs) anyway, um, but yeah, I'm also. People are also surprised to to find I am. I'm a big MMA fan. I, you know, I've been watching UFC for since like pretty much since the beginning. A friend of mine brought home like his friend had done the the first pay per view and like videotaped it. So it was like kind of like you know how like they used to have like the to prevent you from videotaping it, it would like it would like screw up. The yeah, they scramble. So like kind of like half scrambled. <laughs> you got it on the black like, market. But it was like you know, it's like whoa, what is this stuff? Um, um, and you know, that was the back in the day when it was like all like very sensational, bloody, and now yeah, it's it like it's much really more about, in the about techniques. And um, so yeah, my book is it isn't just like you know like goofy, funny like look at the guys punch each other. There's like I. Like I, you know, I know my stuff. I, I used reference to to get like submission holds, like uh, awesome, and try to make it like like as accurate as possible without like. And there's like a running like, internal dialogue during yeah, the fight it's, it's scene. Yeah, kind of, it's kind of a strange book. Um, like I just the it's kind of a tribute to my favorite fighter, um, uh, Sakuraba, 
who was a Japanese fighter, and he's kind of known for being like really like crazy. Like, he would just try crazy stuff in the middle of a fight, like you know, do cartwheels and like <laughs> just like stuff like high flying. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, he was an ex professional wrestler in Japan, and um, but like really entertaining guy to to watch fight. And so like I like I had the idea like when I read this book, I would just like try to have fun and like make this book like just fun and like just see what happens and um yeah so I can't any, wait. any uh any more wolverine i'm gonna see whatever happened yeah. with that you, they, wolverine is this he's he's in limbo you know, <laughs> I, maybe someday i'll i'll do a, a wolverine story for marvel proper the, the wolverine story i did do i guess you know it's relegated to fan fiction lands but um yeah some someday, it's, someday. You know, it's, it's my dream since I was a child to draw X Men for Marvel. So you know, maybe someday I'll like be, be able to work get something out. I can draw my my thirty-two page one shot. Or something, <laughs> you know, very cool. We'll I'd see. like to see it absolutely. Right now, like like I've got so much going on. It's like it's like a, you know. You're, ro- you're a rock star at these places, man. I heard someone actually walked up to Robert Kirkman and thought he was you. <laughs> no, they walked up to me and thought I was Robert oh, Kirkman, so oh. he's the rock star. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you're like, a very popular that, folk singer. Is that Robert Kirkman? And then someone else is like, no, it's Jeffrey Brown. And they're like, oh, okay. And then like they left. You know, they're like, who? <laughs> Who's that? And you, you're shaking your fist. I got your Kirkman right here, yeah. pal. So that's no, all. it's a, you know... No, I got nothing against Robert Kirkman. <laughs> We're going to start a rumor. He's all right. <laughs> We're starting to start. Kirkman Brown feud. Absolutely. Oh, MMA match. Kirkman yeah. Brown. Does, I like Wait, it. does he does he know MMA? I don't think so. I can take him there. He, he knows I, zombie movies, so he bites. Oh, he he's a biter. He's a biter. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you're one, you're one of our, our Chicago guys. Um, can we look forward to, uh, to you sitting in with us later this year, hopefully? Yeah, we, I mean... You know, uh, I, I I do I, I for for people who don't know, I have a one and a half year old son. Mm-hmm. And he's such I, a cutie he's a, too. He's, he's he's adorable. He's a biter too. <laughs> 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 um, but he doesn't. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's one, so he doesn't know any better. Robert Kirkman should, should he shouldn't know he should know better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, um, but um, yeah. So it's like it's it's uh it's you know it's hard to get like it's funny like I used to to stay up drawing till like you know one in the morning and now it's like my schedule is like go to bed at 10 <laughs> wake up at six it's like things have changed um but yeah i, I you know we'll set something up maybe our I'll, people you know, will call your you people World. We'll oh yeah we'll be stop there. in and uh maybe do a do a quick sit down there too absolutely you know you are always welcome with us and uh you know, you personally through your work opened my eyes up to a lot of the a lot of the work that's out there um i was you know like a lot of folks you know marvel dc guy and and you know expanded into image yeah. but yours was one of the first real autobiographical and and more slice of life books that that i read and said wow you know what there's there's some really neat things that you can do in this medium and i, and I think you've done that for a lot of other people as well so i mean your work is well received and and, and it's well worth it. Absolutely. Well, Jeffrey, thank you, you so much. All right. Go cut more of those big book deals, man. <laughs> let's, let's worry about finishing like the, the next book first. And then I'll worry about All right. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good show.
And we're back, and we are joined by Adriana Ferguson, uh, one of the uh, exhibitors here at the show. She uh, She's here with a couple of her sketchbooks that she has done. Um, the first one is a collection of sketches, Academic Probation, and then the second one is We Are Legion, which is... Uh, all Legion-inspired You like the Legion? Yes. Yeah, I can tell a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> and she fans herself yeah. off. She's like, oh, Brainiac. Oh, Brainiac 5. Mm. Oh. So uh, how many cons do you usually go to with, with this kind of Have you um, been doing this for a while now? Or? Not that many. Like, I've only been making... I've only been out of college for a couple of years now. So, And I moved up to Seattle uh, very recently for work, actually. Had to plug my the company I work for, which is um, an online, not an online gaming site, but I do gra- uh, character design okay. for uh, a company called Flowplay, and there's like a, <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little uh, website for teenagers to play casual games and make a little avatar, and uh, so I work doing that, and not really comic related stuff. Although I used to like edit and write for stuff, but not anymore. <laughs> you know, we keep getting requests from people to do a Legion 101 uh, about the, the the complete history of the Legion. I would love that. Well, no, I would like you to do that. Yeah, could you do it for us? It's just no. <laughs> Everybody wants it, and we're just like, uh-huh. you know why? Because the people that ask for that already know it all. They just want you to <laughs> say it back to them, so they they can correct you. Well, listening to Tom's podcast, I'm always thinking. God, I wish he was doing this for Legion of Superheroes because there's like a bunch of old issues. That's like, never gonna happen. I only know the like. I'm so sorry. Many. No, I'm sorry. So many. Because I only know the. Um, I don't own enough of them. Because yeah, I really. own no all one the does. issues that I have. I mean, uh, it would just be too hard for me. I guess I could get the the um, showcases, but mm-hmm. those stories are almost too easy. Those are so hilarious. Like, there's one in the most the recent showcase where. The girls get taken over by this thing called femnaz, yeah, and which is very close to feminazi. <laughs> it's like it's like amazingly close, actually. Yes. And really close. they get taken over and they kill all the boys. And then once they are free of the boys' influence, they have a dance party. I'm not kidding. Sure, yeah. You liked the story a lot, didn't that's you? That's the greatest story I've ever heard, yeah. actually. I wish the they would do an interpretation of that in modern The Legion spent a lot of time teaching each other, like, life lessons through, like, horrible practical jokes or, like, <laughs> not fighting crime, like, pretending to be dead or pretending to kill another one or disguising themselves. That's, like, all the... Teaching Superboy lessons constantly about... About being a yeah, hero. and then when Superboy grew up to be Superman, he spent all his time teaching Lois Lane, Olsen, like, yeah. don't, qu- don't stop asking so many questions. This is what you get for <laughs> wondering things. Yeah, I have a lion's head. Big deal. Or like the thing <laughs> did, uh, Big deal. The JLA did a black lightning when they're thinking about letting him join. Let's test him first. Yeah, let's dress up like villains and then test. Instead of just ask, you know, see if he's all right with it, let's dress up elaborately and almost kill him. <laughs> All right, you can join. You passed. You passed, dude. Good You're work. in. Good work. So I'm just asking him. We're going to uh, beat him with an inch of his life and say, You're in. He called them jive turkeys. Jive? Yeah. It's a different time. Well, you're a Seattle native, but uh, but do you uh, go to a lot of other comic book conventions a- as well? Um, I used to go to more, more mostly like anime conventions because. Uh, 
I'm a girl. And <laughs> it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I like we know. Anime, we, so. we know. Yeah. We know about that. You don't have to apologize. But, um, you know, comic book conventions, like, you, I think used to be, like, less girl-friendly, but I think they've gotten a lot more girl-friendly. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more girls at comic book conventions. I noticed this one especially. There's at least five or six women here. <laughs> yeah. I saw two or three, and, uh... Those were trannies. Oh, that's... <laughs> and there's Fat Mama. And, uh, I saw Fat Mama media the, taco, the, the Taco Del Mar downstairs. There's a media guest. Uh... Right no, this show is actually, I, 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 I've said it already on the show, but it's amazingly sort of young and hip and... Uh, Seattle's full of hipsters. Yeah, yeah. it's really... And hills. Everyone's but, uh, sort of looking the same, wearing like glasses and have a messenger bag. But for some reason, beard. it's not annoyingly yeah. hipsters like yeah. in Chicago. Some of the, the hipsters in Chicago, I want to punch. Yeah. Here, I'm not he has punched. I haven't really been bothered by, by them. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool vibe to the yeah, city. It's a cool vibe to the show. It's it is. real people have that dress well. How, uh, how many times have you done this specific album? This is the first time because I moved to Seattle like last year. Oh, okay. I was living in Ohio before. Ooh. Doing a lot of anime cons for my job. Did you ever do the Mid-Ohio Con? Uh, no, I did uh, Ohio Con. But, uh, which is like an anime convention again. Again with yeah. the, the San anime. San Diego Con was Damn like... Damn that anime! Taking all our women! <laughs> Taking the women. It's weird because in anime circles, my stuff's too comic booky, mm-hmm. and uh, here it's like they're like, "Oh yeah, this is oh, Pokemon." This yeah, is anime. Yeah, you, you, yeah. And yeah. Anime. They're like, "Oh, it's too much like comic book." <laughs> well, is there is there anywhere online that if people want to check out your work that they can? Yes, AdrianaFerguson.com, which is not a great um, name because my name is actually hard to spell. It will be A D R I A N A Ferguson F E R G U S O N. I like the Legion com. stuff. There you go. All I like right. the Legion stuff quite a bit. Yeah, oh, yeah the cool Legion stuff is very cool. I went to the DC Nation panel and uh, it seemed like they had a lot of writers like Bill Willingham and uh, Gail Simone and uh, Greg Rucka. And, of course, Jeff Johnson, he wasn't there. But uh, a lot of writers that I think uh, write women very well. And so I have a lot of hope for next year. People like DC being very, like, not very, but more, yeah, girl-friendly. Yeah, they're absolutely female-friendly. And some Batwoman. Well, uh, Greg couldn't talk about it. So we'll see. We'll see. I bet we'll see that Absolutely. Well, Adriana, it's a pleasure to meet you, and thanks for dropping this stuff off. Really appreciate it. Yes, thank it. you very much. Yeah. I hope some people, I'm sure some people will go check out your site. So. But uh, thank you guys cool for... Um, like, I love sketchbooks. I was, like, really uh, bad with keeping up with the comic books, especially in college, and you guys were really great help at helping me catch up and understand things. And Tom's <laughs> good, too, for helping me understand the JLA. Tom, Tom has all of the knowledge. We just uh, we just make exactly. jokes in just, between his pontificating. All the knowledge, none of the tenacity. <laughs> so that's why it, it works. Up to me, we, yeah, Extremely happy when you guys started yeah. your podcast again. I was oh. like, oh, thank God, I have something to listen to at work. And then laugh embarrassingly, and people look at me. It's great. We, we try and keep people from sweating the wrist at work. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. But thanks a lot.
cavalcade of comic stardom continues. We're joined Train. now by uh, Mr. Mark Sable. Mark, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank yeah? All right. This is a, uh, we get to haze you here, which means that we get to beat you with sticks and make you lose weight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Turned about as fair play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that to fictional, uh, to fictional women in comics. Then. How, come to me. How's, how's haze going? It's uh, it's going really well. It's uh, I mean, at least I think uh, it's what I like about it is it's, it's getting a very I feel like it gets a very strong reaction either way, which is what I wanted. It's not uh, so I mean mostly it's interesting. Uh, I've had a lot of women who who've loved it and uh, who've come up to me. It's kind of sad in a certain way, which is like they've been like, wow. Uh, first, oh, they, they're like, oh, I can't believe a guy wrote it, which is, which I think is a compliment. That's not the sad part. The sad is they're like, wow, this really, <laughs> this really reflects, um, wow, you know, like this is just like what I went through in college, and 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 they they're they're younger, so they're like, it's been more recent for them, and I'm like, it's sad that things kind of really haven't changed. I mean, I'm and I'm happy on the one hand. I'm like, okay, well, I'm I'm glad that it's resonating with people, and I'm glad that it's showing, you know, that I'm telling the truth, but. Uh, or a version of the truth, but um, but I would rather them not. <laughs> not have had gone through fictional. that. Yeah, I would rather yeah. it be fictional. But um, but it was interesting because this is the first time today. Like somebody came up. I mean, online I've I've gotten some of this, but t- uh, not today. Uh, yesterday, here somebody came up to me and was like, "I like your book, but like I'm a fraternity member, and I was just like really offended by your by your portrayal of fraternities, and you didn't show the good side of fraternities." And I'm like, well, it's. You know, I mean, I, but it's not, not the news. I, it's not my job. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of. I mean, I wasn't. If you're looking for a fair and balanced uh, <laughs> picture of the uh, <laughs> Greek of system, system. system, I'm not the person to, to come to come for. Um, so to come to for that. But uh, but I liked it, and that's actually one of the cool things about this convention. Is uh, this is my first time here, and the fans seem really engaged in a way Absolutely. like that. I um, I mean, they're real. They're real comic fans, but they they want they want to actually talk like. And and I like and I like that. Like to me, um, you know, I mean, it's nice to sell books, but it's but it's really cool to actually like have somebody talk, you know, to talk about their work or talk about and talk about other people's work, which is which is fun too. Yeah, I've I've bumped into you at uh, three conventions now this year. You're in you're in WonderCon in San Francisco, and I, I saw you real briefly in New York, which is a, a madhouse. But uh, to show you how dedicated this guy is in San Francisco, gets into a car wreck. Could hardly walk. They bring him in on a on a stretcher, and he's still working the table. Good lord! <laughs> leaning, uh, leaning over. Just shoot me over some cortisone and morphine. I'll be yeah, fine. It wasn't it wasn't that dramatic, but yeah, you were you were hurting, man. I was uh, yeah. I was no. I was I was actually yeah. I had like uh, I had like bruises and contusions, and I, I was you know I don't know. I, I mean, the, the, really, the embarrassing part of that story is that I was my car was totaled by by a Prius. And oh! To which, uh, to which uh, Dan, Dan DiGio has been, has been making uh, fun of me. For you drive a smart car or something? <laughs> no, it's, here in my defense, it was San Francisco. The guy ran a red light. It was in, coming coming downhill in the rain. So I mean, that's the kind of thing that where it's gonna. They got they got hills in San Francisco. They got hills. So so it's you know. Um, and I'm actually pretty. I'm pretty. I feel. I feel lucky like that, I, that I wasn't hurt. That I like really badly in my past. Um, yeah. So this is an improvement so far. This convention has been no. Uh, yeah, you're much better health here. So. Yeah. So uh, did it affect your sales of your book? Were you able to? I wasn't. I was in too much shell shock to really even get the sympathy. Uh, really. <laughs> to work the sympathy. Although WonderCon's got to get a big thumbs up for me. Uh, that was a good show. That was a good show. And, Absolutely. Uh, How's your, how's your partner in crime, uh, Robbie Rodriguez, doing? Who did the art on Hayes? Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's he's in crime. It's the, uh, he's he's doing well. Um, uh, you know, um, 
I'm hoping actually to do it to, to do another book with him. I've been talking with him about uh, he's um, you know uh, trying to think of any anything exciting. He's I believe he's hard at work at, at on probably Tech Jansen or something. Tech Jansen right and, and maintenance. Which I love the I love the maintenance cameo in Hazed. I thought that now did he sneak that one past you? Yes, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of visual like. I think some of the best gags, like these visual gags in there, are, are just stuff that I, I didn't write. That he just threw in, and I was I was totally fine with him doing because that was really my my only real direction to him was sort of like you can't push any you can't push things too far, so don't worry about it. <laughs> and so that's why we have an abortion side gag in, in the that I didn't write. And I was like, okay, oh, but, I guess you know, I told you that. <laughs> I did, I did no farther, you. Ravi. Well, um, fearless is fearless wrapped up. Fearless is wrapped up. Okay, yeah. great, very fun story. It's a uh, uh, trade. It's uh, it's not in trade trade yet. Hopefully, we'll we'll, we'll get a trade. So if people are still out there and can buy the single issues and maybe maybe push sales a little bit, mm-hmm. that, that might help. But no, um, what what else what else do you have in the in the in the cooker right now? Right now, um, the main stuff I'm doing is is is, DC, is I have a bunch of DC stuff coming out that I can actually finally talk about. I think I was I was you were secretive so, last I was time. Embargo, uh, <laughs> so um, so you guys get the the scoop. This is, uh, uh, so I have uh, I think I probably did talk about it a little bit. I have a cyborg miniseries coming out. Oh yeah, that's yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, that's I believe May 21st it comes out. I want to say so it's probably in the next next couple of weeks. Six issues, um, and uh, I'm really excited about that. Basically, uh, the idea sort of uh, came was like the you know okay we live in a you know we live like you know we live in a world now where you know people are we're at war and like so many people are coming home like maimed and 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 you know all right here's prosthetics cyborg has, yeah you know, sure has prosthetics these, you know and so the idea is somebody basically a villain that I, I can't reveal take you know gets a hold of his prosthetics and and. Starts giving them, giving them to uh, to military type people and the who are wounded veterans. And the idea is that they're the, the the catch is sort of they get the you know you can have these these prosthetics that are weaponized, but you only get them as long as you as you kill for us. As you're doing and, our work, um, sure. yeah. And so you know they if you leave, literally we're gonna we're gonna take these limbs from you. And um, and so it presents uh, it presents him with a, which an interesting uh, with an interesting dilemma, um, you know, just sort of moral dilemma. And then on top of it, I mean, there's there's plenty of um, of fighting. There's like big explosions, big comic booky explosions. Yeah, explosions. explosions. <laughs> and uh, no, we got like not one but two uh, teams of Teen Titans uh, guest starring the, the younger Titans and the. And the Older Titans, or I guess are no longer teams. That's um, just the straight up just Titans. Titans. Just the Titans. Who's doing art on the series? The, uh, the art, um, it's uh, we have two artists actually. The first artist, uh, Ken Lashley, is doing the art on the first two issues. Mm-hmm. Did a great job. And then uh, fortunately, we had a switch artist, which is never a fun thing. But uh, Carlo Magno is uh, is doing it, and he's done. Not only do I think he's, he does really great work, but um, it's the same inker. It's Jonathan Glapian Gle- uh, is, is doing it, and. Uh, their styles, it's its not a big stylistic shift. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're, they're, they have different styles, but it, it, it feels very organic. And so he, it's the first two issues are Ken, and then the last four are, are Carlo. And it's actually, story-wise, the way it works, I think it's a good, it, it, it comes at a good breaking point in it, too. So it's not, uh, you know, it, it, it shouldn't feel like an abrupt. Switch. That's great. Cyborg has always been such a great uh, supporting character, and, and I think it's its awesome to, to 
get a mini out there that's going to put him at the fo- at the forefront. And I think DC, huh, gosh, I can't talk. I think that DC is doing a great job of that right now by having these these kind of um, uh, compact stories for these for fans that love these characters. And, and I think. Well, I say two things. One, I mean, for fans who love the characters, if you're if you're an old school uh, cyborg fan, um, you know, from like the I p- pick up on stuff from like the fir- threads from the from like his origin that people like characters that you haven't seen in years, maybe even thought dead, um, will, will will appear and uh, it's just it's great for that. But I I agree. I mean, I think it's to me. I was shocked that there, there that there hadn't been a cyborg series in. What it's almost really, yeah. it's almost been it's almost been thirty years. I think it's twenty at least twenty five years that he's been around, and uh, so I was shocked that nobody had ever, that they, that he'd never had a miniseries, let alone. I mean, I thought he would have had a solo series for a while. I mean, I've said like to me, if the if the Titans are if the Titans are DC's X Men, like Cyborg is is their Wolverine. You know, in term, to me at least, in terms of, of his coolness. And so. The hate mail you're going to get from Wolverine fans for that is going to be amazing. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, well, you do such a great mix of, of creator-owned stuff and um, you know, non-traditional comics. You know, like Hazed is a great is a great example of that. But still, do superhero comics. Is it fun for you to switch back and forth from from you know such very polar opposite type stories? Yeah, and it's you know, and part of it it's I, I, it, it is, and it's something that like I mean, I was always very worried about getting sort of typecast as one or the other mm-hmm. like because I, I do enjoy writing both and uh, you know I'm lucky I mean and I think that's the great thing about Image is sort of they they were I mean just first of all for them to even do a book like Hazed I still feel very thankful about um, just I mean again doing a book about like you know a dark comedy about sororities and eating disorders I mean who public like who, who you know who's going to publish something like that and take a chance and uh, so I'm appreciative about that, but at the same time, I love. I have to say, like, uh, and, and I, sorry to plug oh, my next thing, but the, the DC thing that I haven't announced is uh, that that I can announce here for for, for the first time is um, doing uh, Two Face Year One, and um, that's like maybe the the favorite thing that I've ever worked on. Like, I've never had so much fun writing something uh, as this, um, and I and I can't explain even why it is. It's just, but it's and you know, because I would think that I'd, I'd enjoy the creator own stuff more, and, and it's not that I don't. It's just, but uh, it's been a lot of it's just been so much fun like I, I felt so at home with the characters in it and uh, it's just like a jo- it's just a joy to write and so well the, the year one stories allow you to go back and tell like your your great version of that character whenever they're fresh they're new and it's almost like a, a retro way of putting your stamp on that character which is is awesome I'm I'm trying to I'm hopefully trying this I should never say, I should should not say this but I'm I'm trying to convince DC that there should be like a year one like kind of like a Batman year one like ongoing type series, yeah, like series yeah. that that is that's out of you know that's it's it's in continuity but it's not like so that they don't have to worry about crossing over and mm-hmm. stuff and and because uh, it is such a it's such a fun era and it's been I mean obviously Frank Miller did it did it. You know, oh, that's you know, the, that's it, that's the that's the staple. I mean, that's that's the high center. But I mean, uh, you know, I think having they've, they've I did a lot of research. Good. I mean, the most most all of the year ones that have come out have been really entertaining and well done. And, uh, and I, I I would love to see that kind of thing, you know, an ongoing or at least I mean I mean they're doing pretty 
pretty you know consistently, but uh, an ongoing would be really cool to see. I love them. Uh, yeah. te- you know, back to Titans, which uh, which you're working with Cyborg, the the Teen Titans year one. It's one of my favorite Titan stories. I, I'm loving that. I just I love seeing those characters when they're fresh and just getting on their way. It just opens up so much that you can do. It's, you know, it's, it's sort of I think it's like DC's way of doing Ultimates in a, in, in a way. Like, in, you know, it's, it's got that. It's got the. You get to. You have your certain parameters, but there's so much room for like reinvention, and, it's, and they're great. I think for new for new readers. And I mean, I feel lucky with the Two Face is going to come out. You know, with, uh, in tandem with the Dark Knight, with the Dark Knight series. So I feel like, I'm hopefully like that'll be a way to get like people who come from that movie can walk into it and be like, okay, like I can read this and I don't have to have read you know 50 years of Batman. Absolutely, it makes it it's not continuity, you know, laden, and you can jump right into it. That's awesome. But that said, I throw if you're again if you're if you're a fan of 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 Batman and, and like Long Halloween and stuff there's, there's so many like little Easter eggs and stuff and the, my favorite part of the book actually has been um, and hopefully and hopefully Bruce Baker and Rucker won't, won't kill me for this but um, I basically um, sort of have the first appearance of the of the cast of, of Gotham Central um, not everybody from it but but uh, uh, but like um, well Bullock and uh, right now it's Maggie Sawyer and then Detective uh, Eric Cohen, who is the, the the Orthodox Jewish guy who's like never got any screen time and got them central. But the idea being of it's like um, in order to, in order to deal with like police corruption, they like Gordon sort of forms his like untouchables unit, and they will eventually become the Cassidy. But they're I, I think Ed and Greg would get off on that. I hope so. <laughs> I was I, you know, I, mean, I, I think I, if you all of a sudden you're in a hallway and you see one coming from one direction and one coming from the other, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they're big guys. I'm small men. You know, yeah. I, I, I you know, this, uh, the first time I met uh, Ed was this weekend and I hung out with him a little, but I was too nervous to even. It's right. also weird to bring out. I just be like, I just be like, hey, uh, you know, you know those characters like you know you help create and like you know define and like yeah, I'm, 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 I'm talking about. No, but but um. <laughs> You know, it's you can you can always just be like, you know, they, look, Superboy can always punch in a you know punch a wall and and and, and make it disappear, <laughs> make it, make it yeah, disappear. But uh, kiss my uh, ass, Brubaker, I'm writing them. <laughs> but they're fun, you know. Like I just Gotham Central was you know is one of my favorite books of all time, and so to me to, to to and that's what I mean. That's what's been fun about this book. I think is it's it's just I guess it's a superhero book, but it's I, I'm very much writing it as a Almost as a straight crime book. I mean, uh, at least the, the first th- it's a it's a two issue prestige format thing. So each forty eight page issues, and um, the first one is sort of it's the it's the origin of Harvey Dent, um, hopefully shown in, in, in a new way, um, and also you know sort of the the, the rise of this, these untouchables and, and all that. Um, the second issue is Harvey is is like becomes Two Face at the end of the first. Not to give anything away by Two Face you want, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, it's he's still on the ballot as DA, and so he runs as Two Face. And the idea is wow. um, that his argument, and I actually somewhat believe this, is sort of that you're more likely to get justice from a flip of the coin than from a corrupt system in Gotham. And uh, I've created sort of this really evil, like, district attorney character who started out as, like, uh, you know, basically, like, a, con- a consigliere for the for the mob. And, like, he's a mob lawyer. And then he, you know, he sort of becomes the the, 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 the DA that, that Harvey's running against. And it really, you know, so it's, 
and I get to have some fun. I mean, it's, it's not a political book, like, in, in terms of, like, Republican, Democrat or anything, but I get to have some fun. Like, I did actually researched a lot of, like, uh, uh, election fraud stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, did and you come to Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, the, uh, yeah, there's no dead people voting. Um, but, uh, but Kennedy wins. Vote off. I don't want to spoil it. Vote early. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, just in terms of, yeah, there was a, it was a great book about just some of the stuff that was done in, in, New, in the New Hampshire primary um, uh, in, in 04, I think. Okay. Um, and uh, just like all the, I think it's, it's, that was the funnier stuff to me was I was like, I don't know what's more ridiculous, like the crazy things I have, like, you know, like uh, I'm trying to think of, a, of something without, without giving too much away, but what, what do I think is more crazier, like the, the actual real life stuff or the stuff that I have Harvey Dent doing and like, you know, like in, from a real thing, like I have like them get basically convicted, uh, like, you know, uh, the sorry the 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 evil DA basically gets he, he has a, he has a re, uh, there's a there's a real opponent on the ballot too and but he has like who's a judge and like he gets a convict that she let off to to make the phone calls for him and say oh you know have you thought about voting for uh, judge so and so and he's like and they'll be like who, oh who am I oh like well I'm a I'm a I'm a pimp and a drug dealer and you know she let me off and oh, you're not gonna vote I'm sorry and like oh wow <laughs> but, and then I have so then I you know to one up that I have like and then I have like um, you know Harvey gets the um, or sort of Two Face gets like the you know some of uh, the the freaks to make to make the phone calls and they're like people are some of them are like happy to hear from them they're like wow it's like the Riddler wow like it's a celebrity <laughs> a celebrity's calling and then it's the, like American Idol and then the Joker, the Joker will be like um, will be like oh you know ju- justice is blind and they're like or it will be when I like cut your kid's eyes out and like and then and then Harvey just like beats him with the phone he's like what too too much <laughs> did, I, did I step over the line Harv so that sounds great. Yeah, I'm, it's 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 been been fun. You sound excited about this. I really like. I'm really thrilled about it. Like, and I I, I never thought I'd be as excited about a, a work for hire thing, but I I really I put the same, you know, I do put the same amount of of, of effort into it, and, and I do you know I do research for it. I mean, this in this case I went up doing doing real world research too, but but um, but you know I did certainly obviously research all the you know back issues and. That kind of stuff too. That's outstanding. Is there an artist uh, uh, assigned to it already? Yes, um, it's actually a phenomenal team because it's it's um, Jesus uh, Saez. If I, I always going to mispronounce his name, but um, is the, he's the he's the, the main artist. Jimmy Palmiotti is inking him. The, there are flashback sequences, which I guess if it's year one, so it's like year negative ten, um, <laughs> that are done. They're kind of. Uh, I'm really interested to see how how they come out. They're supposed to be like period pieces by Jeremy Hahn. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Jeremy, we love Jeremy. Where is he? He's he was supposed, supposed to be, to be here. sharing a table with me actually, and I don't know. Uh, although somebody came, one of the funnier stories is that somebody came up and insisted that he was here and that they'd given him money at, at the convention <laughs> and that uh, he owed him a sketch and like, like but the, you know, it wasn't like I gave him money at you know in San Diego last year. It was like no, I, I he I was just paid table, him an hour ago, and I was like. Uh, he's he wasn't, not here. and I so I, I <laughs> hope somebody wasn't impersonating him and didn't be like, yeah, sure, I'm Jeremy Hahn, thanks, I'll take your hundred bucks. Oh, so, um, but it was so, Kirkman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, and then um, uh, the covers are being done by uh, our Mark Chiarella, who was like came out of retirement to do this. Which, and, wow. uh, and if, for, if anybody who sees it in previews because it's available for pre-order now, it's they're not the the covers that are there are just sort of placeholders. Okay. They're not they're not Mark's covers, so I haven't seen it. Before. That is outstanding. the main artist you said again. I'm sorry. Was um, is uh, Jesus uh, Saez? Who's did he do? He did he the most, Spectre? Did he do the Spectre? Checkmate. He's, he's yeah. been oh, okay, been doing. okay, okay. And then uh, he did the OMAC project too. That all right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I think they just announced that he's doing. 
some something big. Uh, He's doing Brave and the Bold with JMS. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. okay. That sounds awesome. Wow. Well, Mark, I'm just a font of knowledge about you are. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're encyclopedic. And if I can, pl- can I play one plug, other thing? Plug. Uh, <laughs> it's free, so. Oh, yeah, so no. So no. But uh, the uh, I, I'm also doing some more uh, comics for for heroes uh, web web comics for the for the Heroes TV show, um, starting in. Um, I think that should also be up in a couple weeks. Um, It'll be on, you know, whatever, NBC.com. Nice. More, more hardcovers coming out of that, hopefully? I hope so, because I, I, uh, I did, I, I had done a story a year ago that didn't make the, it was like just after whenever they stopped for the last one. So I think it's done well enough. I'd be surprised if they yeah. don't. Um, yeah. But um, it's cool, because I got, this time it was, I got to create um, completely new characters. It's like we, everybody got, and I got to be part of sort of, uh, the writer's room for it, which was which was an, oh, cool. a, 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 an interesting experience, and uh, everybody's really cool there, by the way. And um, yeah, so and Jeff Loeb give you the what for on that one? The the, what? the Jeff Loeb give you the what for on how to do that? Was he was he a part Jeff, of it? Jeff wasn't part of it. It was mainly uh, it was mainly Chuck Chuck Kim, who is mm-hmm. a former DC editor and now is a writer on the show, and he's he's he runs the the comic stuff and. Uh, but it was really cool to just because we all got to brainstorm on each other's stories in addition to, you know, in, in addition to just being off and working on your own. And it's, you know, it's writing is such a solitary profession. It was nice to sort of get a glimpse into that world and, and, and to, you know, to be with, you know, really really smart writers. Who had really good ideas. Awesome! It's so it's so cool to see. You know, I mean, you're one of the. Every, everybody in this industry seems to just be nice. We say that all the time. Just the, the quality of people that are in this, but it's really exciting when a guy like yourself is able to work on projects like this that you can really sink your teeth into and just get really enthusiastic about it. So that's congratulations. Well, thank you. And yeah, it's I, I'm continually, I find the same thing, which I'm so, I'm, I, I just keep finding how nice people are in this business. And it's such a small business, it's like, it's good that it, they are. I mean, it's really... The, I think the internet you can get some you can get a bad impression sometimes and think you know you hear stories about certain creators being ornery and they're really I think they're the exception and probably half the time you're just catching somebody at a bad time sure. at a con but everybody has um, a bad day you know I'm, I, I just constantly am, am I'm just amazed at how nice like people uh, you know like people that I've respected it's so nice when they're not you know when it's nice when they like your work and that that's that's nothing more flattering than that but it's even nicer when they're just like nice people and they like talk you know and they're they're just happy to talk to you. I mean, and, and uh, you know, there's no there's no pretense, and, and so it's it's great. It is. All right. Well, hey, best of luck. Keep us updated on stuff. You know, you're always welcome to talk with us, and uh, cannot not wait for the Two Face story. And uh, check out Cyborg uh, if you haven't read Hazed yet. Go to your local comic shop or bookstore. It's uh, out from Image Comics. And bring him money if you love them yeah. all. Just yeah. give him just cash. Yeah, yeah. basically, I, I enjoy the cash. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy <laughs> if it shows up. I'm actually happier people buy them in stores and it shows up and from yeah. retailers and it shows up on the site and helps sure. retailers out. It's been really good to me. But thank you guys for having me at ah, any time. Any time. And my wife really did enjoy Hayes. Oh yeah, I wanna I wanna have a like a, a I wanna I thought we were gonna have like a rematch. Of, yeah, um, yes. We'll have to we'll have to call you at the I'll have to bring her into the shop and, and you guys can verbally joust again. She enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed this as well. All right, Mark. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have a great rest of your con. We need a hand, uh, nice handshake sound effect. Like, yeah, we do need that. <laughs> <laughs> the buzzer handshake.
right, and there you have it. That wraps up all of our Emerald City Comic Con coverage. Hopefully we're able to, to go out to the Emerald City again next year. Uh, once again, great show. If you have a chance, check it out for sure. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, we'll be back with uh, more regular programming next week. Actually, uh, Sal uh, sat in with us again, so it was uh, the reunion tour continuing. So uh, tune in on Monday for that as we uh, get back to Chicago and Dark Tower Comics. Uh, also, if you have a chance, drop by the iTunes Music Store. Uh, everybody knows how much I love those iTunes music reviews, and I certainly would appreciate it. And, and it really does help the show. So it's a, it's a great way to show your support uh, if you're if you're a listener of the show. Well, once again, I hope you enjoyed all of the coverage from Emerald City Comic Con. We've got uh, Wizard World coming up here in a little under six weeks. So uh, if you're going to be in the Chicago area and planning on attending Wizard World Chicago, let us know. Drop by the forum, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a thread uh, up pretty soon seeing who's going to be in the uh, city of Broad Shoulders. So, all right, folks, we're going to wrap this one up. We'll be back again on Monday with another full-length episode. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and may not reflect the opinions of around comics. Any reproduction, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of around comics is strictly prohibited. All content presented in this program is the sole property of around comics, and this has been an around comics production, copyright 2008.